Welcome back, men. Thank you for your time and continued investment in helping each other grow. The lesson and discussion tonight helped us start thinking about the impact of loneliness in our life. Yeah, I remember experiencing deep sadness when I saw my mom drive away to go live in another city when I was five years old. I remember lying in the front yard of my grandma's house, feeling incredibly alone. Man, that hurts so bad. I can remember that day like it was yesterday. I can also recall after I was married a number of times coming home from work and not feeling able to share some of the really difficult things going on at work because I was, in, I was concerned it might scare my wife. I have a great wife, she can handle that stuff. But as a young CEO and not having learned how to manage my own emotions, I would sit alone worried and afraid. I was disconnected when I really needed her help, but had no idea how to ask for it. And of course, the last nine months of being at home for many hours because of COVID has made loneliness never felt more real. I've seen some pretty bad stuff come out of me during this time. How about you? When does being alone not feel good? Tonight, I'll take us to scripture to bring attention to our loneliness. I'm praying you'll be open to exploring the good and the bad side of being alone. I'm not going to discuss or focus on solutions until next week. Today, I'm hoping we just try to improve our awareness of these feelings and how they affect us. So please join me as we start in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much. We love you and we thank you. We ask that you come in now, help each one of us. Just help us hear your voice, Lord. Help us learn what you want us to know about loneliness. Lord, don't let this camera and the way we're communicating get in your way. Don't let my words be an obstruction. Lord, help us hear your voice. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Well, guys, in Genesis 1 and 2, we read about the goodness of all of God's creation. God makes man and places him in a garden to work it and to name the animals. We got real purpose in a relationship with God. And then we read this odd statement. God said it was not good for man to be alone. This proclamation by God was prior to the fall. Man had not sinned. God did not declare man was not good. God declared that man living without human connection is not good. This statement is critical for every man listening tonight. Our creator, the God who designed us and built us, said he hardwired every single one of us with a need to be in relationship with another human being. In fact, as you will see next week in 1 Corinthians 12, Paul teaches that without another person in our life, it's almost impossible for us to fully mature into people who love God and love each other. Loneliness is a feeling of being disconnected from people, a sense that no one knows you or cares about you. It's important to note that feeling lonely has very little to do with whether you are alone. Man was not alone. God and the animals were in his presence. What was missing was another human being for which God had made us to have a unique connection. The human-to-human -human relationship stands out alone in creation. There is nothing like it. And that connection between two people is vital for human flourishing. According to modern research, God was right. Loneliness is very much an issue for us men. We are still feeling alone and it's getting worse. 44% of men say they feel lonely all the time. 
20% of millennials say they have no friends. 25% of men over 65 are considered socially isolated. Young people from 18 to 22 report the highest loneliness scores of any living generation. And 25% of Americans live alone, the highest level ever recorded in the United States. The fact is many of us are living and feeling lonely. There has also been a great deal of research studying the impact of living your life experiencing sustained loneliness. Researchers have concluded that long-term emotional isolation is extremely bad for men. Loneliness significantly increases substance abuse, heart disease, stroke, anxiety, depression, diabetes, poor decision-making, addiction to pornography, poor job performance, suicide, poor sleep, and feeling separated from God. Death due to emotional isolation is ranked higher than death from smoking or obesity for men. Loneliness increases the probability of early death anywhere from 60 to 80%. And suicide in men is most often caused by depression created from loneliness. 77% of suicides are men. When God said it was not good for man to be alone, he did not mean we should never be alone or not live alone. But he did say something about being alone is bad for men. So how do we know when being alone turns into something bad? When loneliness is bad, it shows up in our emotions and then our behaviors. Typical experiences men feel that accompany loneliness are lethargy, foggy thinking, fear, anxiety, depression, anger, or a loss of appetite. Those experiences can lead men to destructive behaviors like frequent sexual experiences alone, binging on social media or movies, eating a lot of unhealthy food, excessive alcohol consumption, taking drugs, going to strip clubs, gambling online or at a casino, joining a gang, hiring a prostitute, and killing ourselves or others. So what emotions and behaviors show up when you're lonely? The Bible helps us see a vivid example when being alone can become bad. In the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 4, Jesus was in the desert soon after his baptism. He spent 40 days alone being guided by the Holy Spirit. The devil met him there to try to change his mind about how he viewed himself and how he viewed God. The devil tried to tempt Jesus. The devil has been running the same place since the beginning. His name means deceiver. He is constantly trying to get us alone and remind us of our failures through altering God's words. Most scholars believe that Lucifer was cast from heaven to the earth after creation. God's declaration of man being alone as not good may have been directly related to the moment the devil came to the earth. In fact, Jesus described the devil as the ruler of this world. So this world is the devil's home field. So it stands to reason that God could see the devil has a home field advantage when men are alone. Men, we know how he works. He produces thoughts in our head that drive intense negative emotions that are hard to refute because they're often true. When we are alone, 
we rehearse those words just as the devil spoke them, missing a key piece, the redeeming truth of the salvation of Jesus for our sins. With that part of the message missing, the guilt and shame trap us in our loneliness. One way that being alone becomes bad is when the voice of the devil becomes your source of the truth. There are numerous other causes of loneliness. Failures are one of the biggest. Adam failed when he ate the fruit in the garden. He immediately hid from God. When we fail, we want to hide and we hope nobody sees us. Man, we all fail at something. Mistakes at work, dumb things said to family or friends, sexual affairs, divorce, poor choices with money, speeding, looking at porn or overeating. We also experience loneliness because of work, travel, our living conditions, poor social skills, or just not looking good enough. Loneliness can be created by fear. For example, when we're afraid that we may lose our job, we don't want people to know, so we avoid people. At times, it's difficult to find other men you like and enjoy being around. Sometimes we're afraid of other men. We feel we don't measure up in some manner. We feel like a fake or phony. We simply feel like we do not fit in. So we stay distant and disconnected. And often for men, it's difficult to know what we are feeling and to openly share with other men. I've found the vast majority of us have no idea how to connect our feelings to things that have happened to us. We see very few male role models that understand their feelings and communicate them in a healthy manner. In fact, most of us see men expressing their feelings in very unhealthy ways. So we simply mimic a false masculinity of anger, competition, toughness, or isolation, which all leave us empty and disconnected. What keeps you from trying to connect with other men? I'm hoping you recognize loneliness, not only in yourself, but in other men. I'm hoping you will agree with several conclusions. First, God said loneliness is not good. And because every ounce of research agrees with that, we can trust in God and believe the Bible is our one perfect source of truth. Second, we have an opportunity to be honest with ourselves and decide how as an individual we are doing with loneliness. Spend some time this week dissecting your days, looking to see when and what causes you to experience loneliness. Then try to connect the dots between certain ways you manage loneliness and when you feel it. Write down everything that comes to mind and be willing to share with your group what you learn. And lastly, I hope a deeper understanding of loneliness will help you spot it in the men around you. Maybe it will help you be compassionate towards your brother instead of avoiding him. When you see some rough behavior, instead of being critical, maybe you'll find yourself sensing his loneliness and reaching out to him. Let's now shift to the good side of being alone. There are a number of reasons for emotional solitude. Let me give you a few we see in the scripture. In the gospels, we read on many occasions that Jesus would ret retreat to a quiet place to be alone with the Father. Solitude was critical for his time of prayer. For thousands of years, godly men have found that solitude is crucial in developing that quiet we need to focus on hearing the Holy Spirit as we pray. I have found time in the mountains to be a place of connection for me where I pray and hear God more clearly. 
the smells, the breeze, the sounds of water over the rocks, just, man, that talks to me. And those moments are so special. I look forward to those rare days when they do come. We also see Jesus on several occasions depleted from serving thousands. His tank was drained from the emotional demands of hurting people. So he would retreat to places where he could be alone. And Jesus used that time to be alone to restore his strength and emotional capacity. I've had that experience many times, walking a golf course alone after working many days in a row and being drained of all my emotional reserves. When playing golf, I can focus on one shot at a time, which helps me forget about the battle I just left behind. And again, seeing the natural beauty of the course or the sun behind the clouds brings me peace and comfort, sensing God's presence in those moments. There are also times we see men like King David retreat to be alone so they could regather their thoughts. Quiet and alone can be the very best way to allow your mind to work. I find a long run without any music by myself helps me process complex ideas. And I often hear the Holy Spirit speak to my heart and mind in the shower right after I complete my runs. So what are those times for you when alone is good? I've been reading stories of men who have willingly and unwillingly suffered intense loneliness. The sailors who race in the Vindy Globe spend up to three months alone trying to win the competition and sailing around the world alone. While they willingly choose solitude, they describe the loneliness as the greatest challenge of what is considered the most difficult competition in the world. Men who have been captured in a war have described solitary confinement is that one thing that destroys prisoners even beyond torture. Solitary confinement deprives men of the one thing we cannot survive without, emotional connection to another human being. Jesus was facing his death on the cross and cried out asking God why he had forsaken him. And at that moment, many believe Jesus felt the depth of being separated from God, carrying the sins of all mankind, he was utterly alone. No one had or would be able to know this depth of loneliness, only Jesus. Jesus knows how you feel when you cry out to him in your loneliness. He can fully understand and will meet you in that place. And oftentimes, Jesus sends his chosen ambassadors, Christian men like you and me, to help you feel his love and deep care for you when you are desperately alone. Next week, we'll explore our friendships. These vital relationships are unique to us as human beings and critical to our health and well-being. I pray tonight you will allow yourself to fully explore your aloneness so you can more deeply appreciate the friends God has given you to help alleviate your loneliness. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this time with my brothers. I ask that we each allow ourselves to be alone with you so we can really understand how we deal with this thing called loneliness. Holy Spirit, give us revelation and insight. Help us see ourselves clearly. Give us a sober assessment. And Lord, help us understand that and write it down so we can share it with others, Lord, and help us start to explore who we really are and how we're made. Jesus, grow us, mature us, help us become men like you. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next week.